Hey everyone, welcome back to Three Men and Their Babies. Back to a triumphant triumvirate. Is that the word? Triumvirate. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Let's fucking go. I got it. Benny is back. Adam is here as always. Boys, how you doing? Hello. Yes, very good. Thanks. All right, Benny. I'm a bit sad. Actually, I'm a bit sad actually because today is um, Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is traditionally a day where I go to London with my fellow American football friends and sit in a casino and watch football for twelve hours. And now I am uh, a father. I feel like this won't be possible for a good few years until she's old enough to fend for herself. Yeah. So now I'm like today. I'm like really feeling the uh, the stresses of adulthood. But yeah, I'm back. Uh, Freya wasn't too well last week, as you mentioned. Um, So last Friday, Freya and Blossom spent the day around Blossom's dad's. And now Blossom's dad, love him to bits, but he is notorious for having the heating on like 30 degrees. I don't know what it is. I, th- I think his heating doesn't work probably, where he has to put it by like the front door or by like where the draft comes in to make trick the heating into working properly. <laughs> but throughout the day, Freya just became a snotty, snivelly, crying mess. Like She hasn't had like snot coming out of her nose since when, the time before when she made me in Blossom Mill uh, with a cold. So obviously we were concerned. So um, later that night, we get home about I don't know, half eight, nine o'clock. I, I'm i giving Freya a cuddle because obviously she's not feeling too well and I'm trying to do my daddly duties. And then uh, I, I think I mentioned it to you, before, to you before, but for the people listening at home, Freya did the biggest sick on me I've ever seen. It was oh. like like she'd been out on a piss all day and just got in and... I am the toilet that she decided to throw up in. <laughs> you are the toilet. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate she hasn't got much hair because someone would have had her held her hair back to throw up on me. And it didn't go on her. It didn't go on the sofa that we were sitting on. Every single drop of that sick went on me to the point where it was dripping off me onto the floor. Oh, amazing! And I had to carefully, carefully take my top off and kind of make it into a make it into a makeshift bowl full of vomit. And it wasn't just like a milky vomit; it was proper vomit. It smelt. Like vom, I've I've been like milk sicked on like more times than I can count, oh. and I'm fine with that. I can handle that, but uh, this was a proper. She, oh, she I, is I to that age to it now. Just talking about it, where it, it becomes like proper human sick <laughs> and human poo. <laughs> I thought you meant she's getting to that age where she spends ten hours down the pub. Yeah, yeah she's out on the lash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's had a Bacardi breezer or two, and now she's pissed. Oh, we see Benny. That's oh, one of the other. That's one of the other. Like, uh, inductions into parenthood is a full-on, proper, nasty, oh god, I might have to follow suit here and be sick myself when they barf (laughs) on you, kind of pukes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those ones as well where you can, like, still smell it a few, like, like the next day. Yes. Where, like, the smell of the sick is trapped inside your nostril. The same with, like, similar feeling to when you get, like, dog shit on your shoe and you can feel the smell, like following you around everywhere it was like that i don't know how i slept that did, night did you check your beard for puke though that night because maybe that I, I, no, could have I'll, been the, sh- the culprit uh, honestly like i was so grossed out and horrified that the second after i am um, like kind of dusted myself off i went straight in the shower and had like a deep clean like, i felt so so horrible after that and then um yeah obviously she was not well enough for uh the weekend when you two recorded on the uh, sunday like she yeah. still needed her dad and but now, today, this afternoon, when I uh, got back from work, she's full of beans. She didn't, she hadn't eaten much, like so. I got back and fed her a little bit of her, a couple of pou- a pouch and a, a little bit of milk. And I sent you guys a uh, audio clip on WhatsApp uh, a couple of hours ago. She just started screaming her head off for everybody, <laughs> and it got to the point where it, it doesn't show up on the on the uh, audio clip that I sent you. But I don't know if she's hurt her throat or anything when she's doing this screaming. But when she breathes in, like, to do another one, she sounds like, um, what's her face? Um, Kayako from The Grudge. Just like, <laughs> and then she screams again. And that's kind of making me scared. Yeah, be afraid. I'm, I'm, worried. I'm scared to put her in white now just in case she decides to creep up behind me. Honestly, yeah. Don't let her start it's creeping down the stairs. It's a job she's got no hair then. <laughs> oh, exactly, God, yeah. yeah. She's got a mullet. She she has got she's all business in the front and party in the back at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh bless. I'm I'm so glad she's feeling better though. Because like oh when, yeah, she's she's much better. When yeah. they're a baby and they're poorly, that's the worst. Because you can't do anything for them. 
like with Daisy, exactly. she could at least explain to me, like, oh yeah, I feel this type of poorly. <laughs> and, oh yeah, the medicine is helping. Thanks, Dad. But with a baby, <laughs> no way. No yeah. way on earth. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, well, that's good. It, that's good. It so, was harrowing. Harrowing is the word I would use. Makes up for the sadness that you're feeling today, then, is having your baby scream at you exactly. like a Japanese Ringu monster. <laughs> <laughs> like a, uh, I think uh, I think Kayako was an Onryu, if I remember correctly. If I know my uh, my ghosts and my uh, my fans my fansmen correctly, I believe she was she was an Onryu. Oh right. <laughs> and another thing is another another thing that um, Freya makes me um, that I'm very proud of Freya was we go to a play group every Wednesday, which is like uh, it's called Nature Play. So there's like um, there's leaves and they get like pine cones and it's about, it's about ten like babies go to this thing. And I think. Yeah. She's like finally, well, not finally, but I think she's starting to make friends because I think she recognizes some of the babies that goes there and gets ha- happy when they come up and speak to her. So there's two. Oh. There's um, Oakley, who is one of Blossom's friends' uh, sons, who's almost exactly three months to the day older than um, older than Freya, and they've been going to this thing ever since it opened, like in the end, like end of the summer, like August all the time. And now, like they, they'll sit opposite from each other and kind of chatter to each other. And touch each other on the face, and I, I put a picture on Facebook um, earlier today of they had like Christmas decorations and stuff starting to go up. And Oakley had a a bow that you put onto a Christmas present, like one of those little sticky on one, and he's holding it up above his head. And Freya's just like, looking on in awe at it. And that yeah. picture melted my heart a little bit at work today. I had a look at it, and uh, I got I had a big smile go across my face. She's like a little human girl now. Aww. Well, she wasn't before. She is. She's getting old, That's Benny. She'll have to be... Uh, she is. Yeah. Getting that sniper turret set up outside your house soon and guard dogs and all that kind of stuff just in case yeah. any boys come a-calling. No boys allowed. Yeah, no boys allowed. Boys stink. <laughs> Girls rule. I'm allowed because it's no boys plural so there's only one boy allowed. That's exactly. Ah, yeah, exactly. good point. It's like the no homers club. Exactly. <laughs> I was hoping one of you would say that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, Christmas decorations then. The... Uh, a, uh, a new speaking of sex... Speaking the of segways. Yeah. <laughs> the Independent, I think it was, did a recent poll on Twitter because there has been a lot of kerfuffle made in like mothers' meetings types groups. <laughs> like I, w- I was in a meeting at work today and the the team that I met with is all women. Okay, so the these are women who work very closely together. And they range from, like, around my age, a little bit younger than me, to, like, in their 50s, late 50s. So in an office environment, you can pretty much imagine, like, a load of white, middle-class women. One of the things they were moaning about was Christmas decorations and Christmas trees going up in November. And I, I myself noticed this when I've been, like, walking around the estate at night, walking the dog, is Christmas trees and Christmas lights up. And I'm loving it, personally. I I haven't got a bad word to say about it. But The Independent did a survey basically saying, should people be putting their Christmas decorations up in November or leave it until December? And it was a 50-50 split at the last Mm. count that I saw. And I wanted to get your kind of feeling on this. Like, would you put your Christmas tree decorations up in November to make the dark nights feel that much brighter, especially, you know, we're, we're still mid-pandemic. <laughs> and, yeah, it's not lockdown like it was last year, but still pretty miserable out not there. Yet. Or are you entrenched in leaving it until December, and why? My rule of thumb... Go on, buddy. There's always... Sorry, Daniel. Sorry. Uh, my rule of thumb has always been... From tomorrow, actually. Black Friday is the cut-off point. You're allowed to split up your decorations from Black Friday. So it's, it's like, um, if you're a very well-organized person, like most of your Christmas shopping should be done by now. Cause, <laughs> or if not, by tomorrow, because that's when all the deals are on. <laughs> and then that's when you can start getting organized. And it, it, but it also like feeds into as well, where I always used to have the last weekend of October, uh, sorry, of uh, November, off work. So okay. then it became like a... Um, a, a good time to do it because oh I'm off this moment I'll get the stuff out of the loft and help set up you know what I mean so so you'd be happy to get all the stuff out like tomorrow or, or Saturday and uh, get get it all up 
until when? Like after Christmas? Like Boxing Day all comes down? Or do you do this like no, whole, 12 days of Christmas? Uh, we had this discussion uh, last year, I think, whereas, whereas some people in this call um, take things down on uh, midnight and one minute on uh, Boxing Day. <laughs> Uh, we go into we go into, we go into January like after New Year's. Well, you made a good point earlier, as whereas like Christmas decorations are used to brighten up your dark house on a cold winter's night. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I guess this year as well, like it's we're kind of in a weird place where we are because yes, it's Freya's first Christmas, and we have bought some bits which commemorate that, which I'll go through uh, later. Um, but at the same time, she's going to be too young. Like she's not going to give a shit what happens this year. Oh yeah. We didn't, technically, technically, we don't have to get her anything. We could just like ignore her this year and save ourselves, save our energy for next year, which is going to be really excited, hopefully. But yeah, um, our plan is to actually do it. The next available day I have to do it is uh, next Thursday, so that's when we are going to put the Christmas decoration up, which does sneak into December, which has kind of uh, belittled my earlier point. But, <laughs> yeah. If you want to really save yourself some money, Benny, she won't remember next year either. So don't worry about that yeah. either. <laughs> she won't even care then either. It'll just be nice, bright, twinkly lights. Yeah. And and to be fair, she'll care on her like when she's about three, but she won't remember that either. Yeah. So you you can pretty much do like a, a test run, like see how you want to do the whole Santa thing with her, change it about a bit the following year before you really get it set in stone. You know, discuss with other parents near you. How are you doing the whole Santa thing? What do you do? Are you doing it the right way or the wrong way? And what's the right way? (laughs) What you should do is, for her Christmas when she's three, buy her a load of gifts. Whichever ones she really likes, rewrap them and do those ones again when she's four because she'll likely remember that more. So then she'll love all the presents she gets. There'll be no duds, Uh you see. Like a test run. Like use one of your use one of your earlier Christmases as a test run for presents for Freya, and then and then you can save even more money because then you won't waste any money buying gifts that she thinks are rubbish. She'll enjoy them all. Yeah. She'll remember anyway, so it'll be fine. Sorry, Freya. I know it's your seventeenth birthday, but I've had this Sophie the giraffe <laughs> wrapped up at the bottom of my wardrobe for you for this date. Yeah, we bought all of these presents three. for you when you were one. But... Yeah, exactly. We were hoping it would appreciate in value. It has not. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a beanie baby. It was a scam. (laughs) So for decorations, we normally, our rule was normally the first weekend in December. And that's just kind of what we've stuck to. But again, if like Benny said, if Sarah said, can we do it this weekend? I'd say, yeah, fine. I'm not, I'm not too fussed. I don't understand the people who get bent out of shape about Christmas decorations. It's, it's lights and tinsel. Who gives a shit when you put it up? You want to put it up in September? Go nuts. Makes you feel better. Go crazy. I mean, I think that'd be a bit odd. Because Adam works with a bunch of Karens. Clearly, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't care that much. I'm not going to be fucking like some people are so possessive over Christmas decorations. Um, I find it weird. But yes, we are the family that midnight Christmas Day night. I am throwing trees out of the back of the house like a mafia <laughs> hit. I'm ripping down tinsel. Just going fucking crazy because I'm just like once all the once all the presents are opened and I've eaten as much as I can eat and I've polished off the last mince pie, Christmas is done for me. That's it because to me the the tinsel and the the decorations and the baubles and the lights everything that signifies the lead up to something which is yeah. Christmas Day, getting your presents, seeing your family, having your dinner, the whole kind of shebang featuring Big Timmy, and then okay so like. We probably normally take them down about the 28th or 29th of December. We get a couple of days after. But yeah. after that, the kind of the feeling's kind of gone for me. That kind of... Because then you're kind of also going back to work and you're just kind of then back into your routine. And we're not... Me and Sarah, like, I don't, I'm not sure if you guys are or not. I can't remember. But me and Sarah are also not New Year's Eve people. We don't care for New oh, Year's God, Eve. We no. genuinely don't give a shit about it. So once we get past Christmas, we're done with that. There's nothing then for us to kind of build up to, which to me is what the, kind yeah. of the decorations are all about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. As as soon as Christmas is over, you give it a few days just to unwind and just revel in the fact that all of that like months of work that you've done, or like days of work in my case, because I haven't <laughs> started my shopping yet, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> is is all done with. Poor and organizational skills. Yeah, I don't. Well, 
you know, I, I've been asking my kids, my older kids, what they want for Christmas for months. And the best they've come up with is, can I have your PS4 now? You don't need it, Dad. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> yeah, you can have it. But that's not really like a shopping thing. Like my youngest, I've got her one or two things just as I've seen them in the sales, but I st- still don't know what she wants. So this like coming weekend next weekend is when our tree's going up and i'm getting all three of them to write a list to santa <laughs> because i, I want to go as Christmassy as possible this year because this might be our last christmas in this house hopefully it is because it's been on the market for a while to sell so uh, hopefully it's not still on the market next december and i'm still here and then we can move and do like a different type of christmas when we're in the new house so i'd, I'd like to be as Christmassy as possible. Like, I'm doing a Santa fun run in a couple of weeks. In in my city, we do, like, Santa fun run. It's about two miles of run around the castle and cathedral area of Lincoln. And it's basically hundreds of people all in really cheap knockoff Chinese Santa costumes. Like, a really itchy beard and, like, the thinnest coat and hat possible. So I'm doing a fun run in that, because to me, that's really Christmassy. I'm going to as many Christmas markets as possible. I want to do the whole shebang. But uh, it will be a case of, though, as soon as Christmas is over, I want to get all the stuff down and put away. Because the new year, it feels weird having Christmas decorations up in on New Year's Day. I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I said, it's very... I don't know. It's not odd, but once once they're gone, I'm thinking, what are they up for now? They're not up for anything. Although, I do find something extremely comforting about the warm light of a Christmas tree, or the warmth that... Because the lights are softer, aren't they? So at night time yeah. in winter, you put, obviously, put big light on. You put your, your massive light on in the <laughs> living room. We don't, We haven't got... We never use lamps or anything like that. We just have our big lights in the living room. But at Christmas, I love the fact that you don't have to have them on. And there's like that kind of soft lighting. I feel I feel like strangely comforting. Oh, then you need to get lights. You need to get like interior decorative fairy lights that you can have on all year round. I'd love that. <laughs> the, do it. Yeah, we've got them. Do it. Yeah, I've got I a little should. pack. I've, always, I've got a couple of lamps in my living room. And my ring light as well, which has like a really soft, warm light option. And and that's great, just having all that on, and it really does like kind of make the whole place a lot warmer. You know, when when we were first, when me and Sarah first lived together, we had we had lamps in our first house, but we never used them. We just ended up sticking the massive light on, so that's why we don't have them now because we we know we just never use them. But I do like the idea. Like, why have you got Christmas lights? These aren't Christmas lights. These are my everyday lights. <laughs> these, yeah, these are my everyday fairy lights. <laughs> these are my regular fairy lights, yeah, you imbecile. These aren't Christmas yeah. lights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go for it. There's, there's a house I walk past, and they've got, like, this really nice bay windows uh, on, the, on the front, obviously, at ground level, and, like, a similar width window on the top floor. And what they've done is they've mixed, like, a... A nice decorative garland with some just nice warm fairy lights on both window sills. And at night time, they have like their windows wide open, uh, curtains wide open. So you can walk past and you can see it all. But they've got like one corner lamp. They've got these lights on, on both floors of the house. And it just looks so warm and inviting. It makes me feel like the little homeless kid in the uh, that Santa Claus movie that is looking in on the family eating a McDonald's and just, like, pining with his face pressed up against a window in the harsh New York uh, winter weather. <laughs> it, it's like, oh, your house looks amazing and so warm. Please let me in. He's <laughs> like this strange man with his cockapoo in, just to bask in <laughs> your fairy lights. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Get lost, you tramp. Booger off. <laughs> Call the police. Yeah, you're just there, like, scratching at the window like a velociraptor. Let me in. Yeah. Let me in. But that's why I go for candles It's New York. Well. We've got AR-14s. I, I like, go, like, what I found is while I'm streaming at the moment, I've got, like, a window directly in front of me, and I put just a, a candle on, like, a little coaster in the window. I light it, and it's got this nice warm glow, and it's really relaxing. That does sound lovely, actually, to be yeah. fair. That just, I can... It. Yeah, I, I need to get some everyday fairy lights. I will do. You do. do. <laughs> I will. 
our, our lounge this time of year is full of, like, we've got one lamp on in the corner, and the rest of the lighting comes from, yeah, candles, and Blossom's never going to let me live this down, but when I first met her, she had a um, a bird cage in her bedroom, which I said, which I call, like, the biggest piece of tat I've ever seen. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it serves no purpose whatsoever. Wait, 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 there wasn't a bird in it. It's your everyday decorative birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were there were ceramic birds in the birdcage. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. To be fair, like she's rescued it because she's taken the horrible ceramic birds out and just like stuffed fairy lights in her thing, and now I actually find it quite nice. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, uh, but uh, she uses shit batteries, so we have to change them every couple of every uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, for God's sake. All right. <laughs> so when you were when you were kids then and I'm I'm fairly sure you asked us this before Adam on the chat about someone we could ask each other but this was interesting yes so when you were kids then how did your what was your house like for decorations when you were kids how did your like parents or parent do the house I I have like such a nostalgia hit for the decorations my mum had that I try to replicate on like my my first proper like family Christmas when when Sophie, my eldest, was born. And it was, like, a nice green tree with, like, little wooden ornaments and things like that. She had these... She had these weird, like, 1970s glittery Santas. Like, the Santa is, like, doing a little dancing pose. And they're, like, 3D small Santas. One is covered in, like, gold glitter... And the other's covered in red glitter. And there was, like, a little collection of, like, six of each colour. And she also had, like, little wooden... It's hard to describe, but, like, little wooden toys. Like you would see in that Santa Claus movie, where he makes all, like, the little wooden doll and a wooden boat and stuff. But it was, like, little wooden marching bands, like Christmas marching band. Really hard to describe. But I loved those decorations. And I tried to replicate that, and I couldn't find anything remotely near. The only thing I could find was, if you remember, it's those like that, like plastic, gold and red bunting that you hang from like one corner of the living room up to oh the light. Oh my god! I knew and you put another one from the corner. <laughs> I and I found those, and they were the worst things ever. Oh. <laughs> they, they kept falling down. They kept like snapping and breaking. And I just like right. I've got no nostalgia for those anymore. <laughs> They're all going in the bin. But I tried to do it with, like tinsel and like the proper coloured lights, and I was like, I can't do that. I can't do that for my own Christmas tree because it just doesn't look right. It doesn't look how it was when I was a kid. So I've gone for, like, a, a different thing. And me and my ex-wife, we, we got, like, our own tree and everything, and we just decided on our own decorations. And then we got the kids involved in, like, choosing decorations. I think last year or the year before, we got a circus tiger on a ball that was slightly glittery as a, as a bauble. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. the kids chose it. And they've been a bit more sensible this year. We've got like a little ceramic reindeer. But that that's what we give, go for now. But I, I still kind of pine for that 1980s, early 90s tinsel and plastic bunting look. To, as you all do, when you look at a happy time on mm. your childhood. I'm looking forward to hearing the Bentham middle class decorations, Benny. I can't wait to hear what, <laughs> what you guys had. Go on, astound me. <laughs> Firstly, on the subject of tinsel, I forgot to mention this earlier. Freya bloody loves tinsel. Tinsel's great. We went to a, uh, a Christmas. We went to like a garden centre, like we're selling like Christmas decorations and whatnot. And she saw this um, strand of like multicoloured tinsel. It's got like blue and silver and gold, like all, all the colours in it. Mm. And she like screamed at it to, to the point where Freya, uh, to, to the point where Blossom was like, "I must buy this." For her. <laughs> and that was one of her favourite toys. We sit her on the floor. She just like. Puts it in her hand and then moves it around. She's very happy with it. Uh, you know, because she's got no hair. What you need to do is get one of those tinsel wigs. <laughs> do you remember those? Uh... <laughs> those ones are like the disco wigs where all the hair's made out of that like plastic tinsel material. And just stick that on well, it I, I, and she'll be really happy. <laughs> I, always put the t- I always put the tinsel around her shoulders so she looks like Hollywood Hogan. I don't think she understands the reference. So... It's kind of lost on it. Um, I'm sorry to let you down, but our 
Christmas decorations at my house weren't that extravagant at all. Um, and it's to the point where, like, when I was... The earliest memories I have, they... In my mind, they were extravagant. And then as I got older, it's like a piece of the Christmas decoration was taken away, taken away every year to the point where we just had a tree and a tree in the in the in the lounge and one in the dining room as well. Okay. Where we went from at the, at the beginning having two trees, a tree in the hallway, like a little a little tree, not like a full size one, a, a little one with the um, the fiber the fiber fiberglass lights, wherever it is on there. Uh, the decorations all through the hallway, all through the lounge. Those crappy little um, tin foil decorations that like concertina out into like stars and uh, and oh yes, yeah, like, yeah hanging, those as well. hanging oh, from the yeah. seat. That cost about ten. That cost about ten p for someone in China to make. And then um, yeah, it, it seemed like just like, every year like something got taken away. So like one year, oh, the the crappy tin foil things aren't here anymore. Oh, this, <laughs> the mountain of. Uh, that's got like a, a a train going round it in the snow. It's gone. Oh, there's suddenly nowhere for me to put my nativity where the Megazord from um, Power Rangers is, is the baby Jesus. That's gone. <laughs> but, and to, to, until you literally just left with tree, one tree which is like silver and blue, and one that's like gold and red. That's it. Oh, no, so no they were, they were that. fake trees, were they? Yeah, yeah, we've never had a real Christmas tree. Like, they've always been plastic. I never, ever in my life had a real Christmas tree. Mostly because they're a fire hazard and I don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd ever have a real one. They always look a bit sad when you see them and they're all decorated. And it's like, it doesn't look like a Christmas tree. And then you have to kill them by chucking them in a wood chip. Not necessarily. You can keep them alive afterwards. I, I know people, my ex-mother-in-law still has one from about three years ago in her garden. And the needles get everywhere. Well, yeah, it's a fa- yeah, it's a faff. It's a faff. You see, though, Benny, you said you didn't want to disappoint us. I knew exactly that that's what you would have. Because, and I can, I'm sure Adam has no surprise here, is that we had the exact same decorations growing up because we were working class kids. We yeah. had the fucking <laughs> tinselly, foily, Different coloured on both sides. <laughs> one is gold, one is red, going from yep. corner to corner across the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Benny, your place was classy. Your place had the tasteful... I can imagine your ma being just sort of, yeah, well, we don't want to have too much. Let's keep it tasteful and classy. And that's what yeah. they went for. We didn't. My mum... It was like a Christmas shop threw up on our house when my mum oh, did yeah. the house at Christmas. <laughs> and because we had... So we had our living room and our dining room, we kind of lived in the dining room and we kept the front room as a best room. Could we be more council? No. And what happened was my mum would decorate the best room in golds and reds and then the living room, a.k.a. the dining room, in blues and silvers. And there was so much crap. There we go. So much yeah. crap. It was just... But it was all tat. It was all tacky. Like you said, just flimsy. Just stuff. Going from corner yeah. to corner, in the middle of the ceiling. I, 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 you know those little plastic snowflakes you can, but they're not, they're not small. They're about the size of a coaster, but they're snowflakes. We one wall, so our main wall in the in our living room was completely covered in them. So I it took me about <laughs> an hour, and I had to stick about eighty five of these things on the wall with blue tack. Just the worst fucking tat ever. Oh my god. But I will say, though, I will say, though, we had something that I don't believe I've ever seen anywhere else in my life. We had a floating Christmas tree, right? Ooh, so, floating tree. Okay. I'm fucking, I'm making this sound way better than it ever was. It was so shit. <laughs> See, I'm right. thinking like, you know, like that those cold magnets and that type of thing. Like, <laughs> like down to absolute zero. And you're there, <laughs> you're having to like, tree. C- come from the outhouse <laughs> with like God. big gloves and a tongue going, oh, I've got the Christmas tree stand out again from, from deep storage. <laughs> right. So all my life we had cats growing up and our cats were always really good with the Christmas tree. They never jumped on it, never wanted to play near it, never okay. wanted to mess with it, never wanted to even look at it. Did not care. And we had cats, my, like I say, my entire life growing up. Up until I left home, we had cats. We had one cat who I'm pretty sure you remember, you may have met Adam or you saw him, but I had one cat called Austin, who was oh, yeah. a, little, a little shit. And named after the uh, the wrestler, Steve Austin. 
Now, my cat, Austin, took on the very persona of Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> because this cat just did whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and didn't give a shit about anyone else. <laughs> he, oh, hell yeah! Yeah. He loved the Christmas tree. And was the classic cat thing, we'd come down in the morning, tree is on the floor, bubbles everywhere, tinsels everywhere, things smashed, lights broken. And God knows how he didn't electrocute himself by chewing the lights, but I don't know how. <laughs> he never did. So my mum said, I want to have a tree. But obviously we can't have a regular tree. So my mum had an alcove in the in the corner of the room behind the TV. So what we did was we basically nailed some wire. You know those wire holders that hold the wire to the wall? The oh, wire yeah. little plastic things with the nail in. Oh, yeah. We nailed some of those into the wall about six foot up because we lived in it. Our living room had like, it was a small house, but it had really high ceilings. Yeah. Nailed those in about six and a half, seven foot up. And then we, we nailed in about four or five of them. And we kind of basically did like a cat's cradle type thing with string. We then went to a fucking local tat shop and bought some twigs, <laughs> like like leafy, kind of fake leafy vine things. <coughs> and then we had them there. And then we decorated that with the baubles and the tints on the oh lights and everything. God. It was fucking... That is genius. It was clever. It was... <laughs> do you know what? If you saw it in some kind of House and Gardens magazine and it was done tastefully, you think, wow, that's a really clever idea. <laughs> of course, you know, you've got a single mum and a fucking oik child. It just looked fucking terrible when we did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we loved it. We loved it. Yeah, but and yeah. You, you far made up for it through the, like, the hours of toil that you did sticking plastic snowflakes <sighs> to a wall. God. <laughs> I just hate it every year because it was an all-day job putting the decorations up. And there's only me and her there. It was an all-day <laughs> job. And but Sarah's oh Sarah's kind of Sarah's the middle class, so there's no tat here. The first year I lived with Sarah, and we'd moved in together. So <laughs> she comes in one day, and I'm there taking tinsel and fucking tinfoil decorations out of a bag, and she's like. What the fuck are they? <laughs> the decorations. <laughs> and she just was like, no, 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 they're not. No. And I was just like, all right, okay, fine. Fair enough. We won't do that then. No. Yeah, we have the same. Lots of little tasteful, oh, it's a little a little snowman made of glass and he's got a little light inside him. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they're just kind of dotted around the room. But yeah, so yeah, we, uh, we live the middle class uh, decorations lifestyle now. Okay. See, the thing that got me from what you were saying, though, Benny, was you had one of those, like, little villages, those, like, animated or light-up village scenes. Yes, yeah. And I, it was like it was like a it was like a mountain with like a train going not not an actual physical train going around. Yeah. It, it had the motif of a train and going around it. That to me smacks of middle class because the yes. closest <laughs> I ever got to that was. A uh, a small plastic Christmas tree with a motion sensor on it, and when you went past the motion sensor, it opened eyes, light up eyes, and its mouth. Oh god, I'm scared. And then started singing a Christmassy song. That was the closest I my family ever got to one of those. That's terrifying. It's the best thing ever. It, it was <laughs> great for scaring kids, and you know, you just go, ah, oh, look at that little tree, kids. We're visiting nanny near Christmas. Go go up to that tree and see what it does. And they shit themselves when it suddenly starts singing. <laughs> oh, it was great. But I, I actually went to a uh, garden centre and I mentioned I sent this as a picture in chat of like some of the decorations there, because they have like a Christmas wonderland, like half the garden centre. This time of year, obviously people aren't interested in gardening and plants for the most part. So they turn it into like this Christmas decoration wonderland. They've got like animatronic singing reindeer. They've got all the types of decorations you can think of, both indoor and outdoor. And they have a whole like diorama of all of these different village scenes in yeah. one big, massive, like meters. It's like 20, 30 meters long like units that you can walk down and basically see this whole scene that they've set up with all of the stuff they sell. It's like a little Legoland, but a very specifically themed little Legoland just for Christmas. And just this weird kind of Edwardian themed Christmas. Uh, and it's amazing. It's so good to take the kids around and just go, look at all this stuff we're never going to buy. 
but you don't have to look <laughs> at it in the box now. You can just see what it looks like and then go, yeah, we're never having this in our house. How fucking annoying. <laughs> but it's lovely to look at. Yeah. It's someone else's place. So we just go there every year and we look at <laughs> look at this thing and go, oh, look, this year they've got like a, a Christmas candy floss factory at the North Pole. How delightful. Right, kids, let, <laughs> let's carry on. <laughs> Yeah, keep it keep it moving. Don't stop and look at it. Keep it moving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep it moving. We we've got to get to these animatronic reindeer. We need to see what songs <laughs> they're singing this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me. Benny, so what's what's the plan then for the Freya this year? Do you think you guys are gonna go crazy because it's her first Christmas, or do you think you are gonna kind of take sort of keep restrained? I'll give I'll give yourself a give us a little uh, podcast exclusive right now. Oh we have purchased Freya's first Christmas uh, baubles. Aww. We have purchased Freya's first Christmas pajamas, matching pajamas for all three of us. We are all in, my boy. We are all in. Good, good. But yeah, we're, we're not. We bought with uh, Blossom and I have painted her. Uh, I wish I had it to hand so I could take a picture of it and show it to you. Uh, we have painted her a sort of like an advent house where it's got like 20, 25 doors and we're going to put like a, a bauble in each one for her to put onto. You know, I say her to put on a tree, you know what I mean? We'll hold her as it goes up onto the tree. Oh, it's lovely. Uh, we've got her a little Christmas Eve we've got her a little Christmas Eve box. Like full of like uh, goodies for her to have on to have on Christmas Eve. So yeah, we're, like, we're putting the effort in. But then but then like I said, like I get to the point where is it gonna be worth it? Because like she's not gonna care. No. She's no. just gonna start screaming and want something to eat, like All right. every four hours exactly. like she always does. She she so- doesn't know what mince pie is yet. No, but you. you know. Oh, if I have my way, Freya will never know what a mince pie is. Mince, mince pies are the devil's food. Santa Claus has cookies at Christmas no. on his little pack. No, he no, does not. not a mince pie. No, no. Benny, shut no. up, Benny, shut up. <laughs> what are you Get talking about? With your mince oh, pie. Just leave him some fucking malt loaf out, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> some serene, serene. <laughs> yeah, get some serene out. <laughs> Oh, poor uh, fucking Santa coming to your house and getting just dog shit food, not a beautiful mince pie. At least pie. leaving like a Baileys out for him. Yeah, take away the taste yeah, of the crappy well, food. Maybe a glass of port. Port. Yeah, my, my plan. What port. my plan was. My plan was to make um, like Christmas Eve, like fill the house with the nice smell of chocolate chip cookies, and then leave one out for Santa. You know what smells nicer than chocolate chip cookies? Though, there's a nice glass of Baileys that's been sat. In front of the fireplace for three hours while you wait for the kids to get to sleep. <laughs> a glass of Baileys has started separating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can't give him port. You're going to have to give him Baileys because he's having Baileys at my house and he'll get a dodgy tummy. <laughs> Don't him throwing up all over Danny's carpets. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, Benny. It's not a waste of time because you and Blossom are also making these memories and it's beautiful, mate, honestly. Yeah, yeah true. true, true. Exactly. It is absolutely... Like- the first few Christmases... Well, to be fair, a lot of the Christmases, up until you get to about... Up until up until they get to about, I would say, six, seven, eight, is for you as well because mm-hmm. you're making those memories and there's, there's nothing... There's nothing better. And yes, you won't remember. And yes, you won't know. But dude, who fucking cares? Christmas is magical. And it's when you've got a little baby and it's her first yeah. Christmas, go for it, dude. Go crazy for it. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like like these babies' first Christmas baubles. I, I've got one, like at least one for each th- of the three kids. And like just as a little treat to myself, when I open a shoebox with all of like our baubles and stuff in, and I like looking them out, I know they're not going on the tree. But they're there for me every year to go, oh, do you remember back then? And I'll go, yes. And then the kids will go, why are you talking to yourself, Dad? <laughs> I, think the plan for, I think the plan for all the Freya stuff is to go into like her memory box that we've got for her. Yeah. So yeah, when lovely. She's, uh, when lovely. she's older, she can say, oh, what's this? Oh, my first Christmas. Don't remember a single thing about it, yeah. Daddy. Anyway, can I borrow a tenner for a, uh, to go down the pub with, please? Yeah. You're going to need to get yourself a dad kit for this Christmas as well. And, What's that? Oh, a dad kit is you will need a bin bag. You'll need scissors. You'll need a variety of batteries and several screwdrivers. Possibly Stanley knife as well. Absolutely because true. I'm sure she will be spoiled with lots of like stuff that needs disassembling, reassembling, new oh batteries God. in. You're going to need to like break down all of the boxes and separate all the plastics and non-recyclable straps from it. You're going to have to do the whole works. You need like a little Christmas toolkit, essentially. Can I, can I just say, 
you, you've like excited me there, like to the point where like I am almost aroused. The the, the, uh, the, the the idea of having to assemble like toys together is the most exciting thing I can think. That's that's how I want to spend my Christmas. Oh, you Not say that, dinner. but wait until it's you've just got like a big tower of toys together. Wait until you've got like yes. three Playmobil sets to. Uh, put together, each one for a different child. <laughs> and oh God, you, you need to then go, right, who's my favourite child? Who's getting their Playmobil set done first? Who's getting it done last? It's like some weird Sophie's Choice style. <laughs> it's not, not the nicest scenario to find yourself in. <laughs> no, bring it on. I want... I, want so- I mean, I say it's a shame that she's a girl, but I can buy her anyway. Like, I wanted to buy, like, Scalextrix toys and uh, Hot Wheels toys with, like, there's one that we, because obviously we watch kids TV first thing in the morning because it makes her happy and she smiles at the bright colours on TV. And they advertise like Hot Wheels toys that's got like a, a dinosaur comes in and eats the cars. Like, I want her to want that. Oh, just, so I can play with it as well. Yeah, she might. Just get it to her now while she yeah. can't make her decision and just go, right, we're going to look at this. Like literally at this age. She could be like, you could be teaching her, right, the car goes up here, and look, it goes, wee, goes round the loop, and isn't that fun and exciting, the noise and the movement? And then she'll just grow up playing with it, like it's a completely normal thing, because she's always had it. Now's and the then time. the next step is that she become, wants to become a Formula One driver. Exactly. Oh my god, it's genius. <laughs> exactly. Benny, fuck the social The grand plan mate. has gone into motion. Buy whatever you want. My dad used to buy Georgia... All because my dad's a builder, he would always buy her little builders' toys and little builders' kits and stuff yeah. like that. And she loved them. She loved playing with them. It's done her nothing for her now because she's useless. But at the time, <laughs> she would. I've got a picture of her where we've both done our nails. She's put on some like butterfly tattoos. She's got a dress on, fairy wings, and she's drilling into a like a little boy's building set. Like fuck your gender conventions. My little girl wanted to do some drilling. Cool. Off you go. Have fun yeah. with it. So yeah, yeah. Get, like you know, Daisy, she's into anything dinosaurs and Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like she's in there at the moment with her brother's hand-me-down uh, Spider-Man pajamas because she's had her eye on them for years, and now she can finally fit into them. She's like, Yay. Oh, I don't care because they're Spider-Man stuff. and he's the best. Like we went uh, when when you guys came up, Danny and and Sarah and uh, Georgia came up, and we went into uh, Primark. <laughs> we were neglectful and didn't bring like proper coats for our children so we went in to get them like some hoodies and we me and Daisy went immediately to the boys section because it was like she isn't going to want any girly stuff so we just went there and was like right you can have this Marvel Christmas hoodie that's got Spider-Man's face on in sequins that's yours oh you know you know the giant you know the giant PlayStation snuddy that we saw that was massive oh yeah we bought her a pizza, one of those, for her birthday. Oh my god! She's, she's, dude, I can't get it off her. It's like <laughs> it's gonna weld itself to her skin as soon as she gets it from school. Where's my snuddy? Like, it's upstairs. And she comes down. She comes down looking like a like a badly made couch. <laughs> for fuck's sake! <laughs> See if you, if you leave it unwashed long enough, though, it'll eventually just like harden up, and so it'll be like an actual slice of old pizza. I think it might be. Yeah, <laughs> and then she won't want to wear it, so you'll win. I've got to say, actually, because I think I've mentioned, well, I have mentioned before, but now we're at the stage where George, like Benny and Blossom, obviously, it's that kind of early, oh my God, all the presents are kind of have to be bright and colorful and educational and we can buy her anything and it's fine. And like we said, we kind of, now, when they get older, it's harder to buy for them. So yeah. we got Georgia, a, mentioned we got Georgia a gaming laptop and because she wanted to play on Minecraft with me and all this kind of stuff. So I set her up a little Steam account and there was a few games she wanted to get. So I said, just wait for the sales, because there's always a Steam sale on, so oh, yeah. wait for that, and then, you know, we'll have a look at what... Is Georgia going to be playing Phasmophobia with her? <laughs> well, she might. Oh, she's a already player, get her on board. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's already got, she's already bought Raft and Planet Zoo. So I tried to explain to her how ridiculously in-depth Planet Zoo is, because oh, it's, yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen it, Benny, but... It's it's just basically build your own zoo, but it's so in depth. You have to right. basic you have to care for each animal individually. It's not as simple as stick the animal in there, stick some decorations in. It's fine. The heating has to be right. The temperature, the the level oh, of water, toys for the animals, what food they get given, the terrain in there. Do the animals want a little hidey hole, like a little cave or something? It's massively, massively in depth. 
and she tried it for the first time tonight. And she's basically going from Minecraft to Planet Zoo. <laughs> and the jump is insanity. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Even the use of, even her using the mouse to sort of wheel the, because ca- it's one of those like God cameras where you can, you know, wheel around everywhere. Mm. Even her trying to get used to that is tough. And it's, it's, I don't know. So I don't know if this is an old man thing to say, but I feel like, and I don't know if we were like that, but I just kept saying to her, just, just click on everything and try everything. Don't, don't worry about kind of messing up your zoo. She's gone on sandbox mode, so there's no money limits. I'm just, I'm just yeah. like, go on there and just, just try and build a zoo as best you can. You're not gonna have any customers. There's nothing to worry about. The game won't crash, or you know, there's no one. To, nothing's gonna die or anything. Just put your animals in and see how it goes. But she's so hesitant to just kind of. It's like every five seconds. How do I do this? I'm like George, you've just, you've just got to work it out. You've just got to work it out for yourself. <laughs> And that kind yeah. of sort of constantly asking, how do I do it? Whereas I know when I was younger, I was more, right, how do I do this? Let's just do stuff and see what happens. Just do it. Yeah, whereas think, she constantly is asking, how do I do this? I'm like, just, just work it out. Yeah. You'll be fine. I think back then, though, we didn't have people we could ask who were savvy. Shit, that is a really good point. Yeah. I didn't even you think know, of she, that. She, she has played minecraft with you and worked alongside you to do certain things so when she thinks okay well i'm stuck how do i do this of course she's going to come to you in that way like when when i was a kid when i was like george's age i was like wiring up my mum's telly and vcr and dvd play for her because she didn't have a clue yeah Uh, you know doing that kind of thing because you figure it out it's like well it's got to be done so you figure it out and the same with games really you know it is a matter of just exploring but maybe they were kind of less forgiving i I was never a pc gamer when i was younger because it was just like mega drive and stuff like that yeah yeah so i didn't have that like kind of mouse control or keyboard control stuff until i was at school and doing it so maybe maybe that will develop when she gets a bit older i don't know because i don't really know what what kind of stuff she does like at school at the moment with IT. So they are and Yeah, they they are doing basic IT stuff at the moment. And like I said yeah. before, I've pushed her to do certain things. And I believe that I even believe that playing games like Minecraft is good for the de- development because they oh, get yeah. used to the mm. mouse and the keyboard. I agree. And, I agree with that. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's the same kind of I I didn't think of that. You're so right. Because she knows she can just ask me, because I know. Yeah. Because I've played, well, not, I've not played Planet Zoo, but I've played games. Like I love, like we said, City Skylines and stuff like that. It's the same principle. So it's just yeah. easier for her to say, how do you do it? But then it's yeah. also that kind of, like I had, to, I had words with her last night because sometimes it's a struggle for her to just do the basic stuff. Like, don't forget to have some, you know, make sure you have your juice when you go upstairs and, you know, make sure you brush your teeth before I come up. She said last night when she, so she goes to bed at, we call it bed one and bed two. So bed <laughs> one is, <laughs> bed one is okay go to bed it's not bedtime you can read or go on your ipad or do some drawing or anything and then yeah. bed two is okay everything off time to sleep so she yeah. goes upstairs last night at bed for bed one at about quarter past eight and she says <laughs> can i read so I said, yeah of course you can it's fine come back downstairs i go up about five past ten past nine and i said okay it's, you know time for bed and she said oh why i haven't read yet i said well what were you doing <laughs> And she said, well, I went on my iPad for a bit and like watched some YouTube stuff. And I said, yeah, but that's not my fault. I said, you could have, you've had an hour. You've had an hour. You've wasted your bed one. Yeah, you've wasted bed one. You've had an hour to do some reading and you haven't done your reading. I said, um, and this is like the fourth time we'd had this conversation kind of thing over the past few weeks. Yeah. And then it's, you know, and it's, sometimes it's, you know, like not picking. <sighs> last, this quickly turned into a little thing, but so last night, so at bed one, I said, right, obviously, for some reason, she still wants to, she still wears her school clothes. She's not bothered about taking them off. I mean, basically, by the time I got in through my back door, I was naked because I would just throw my yeah, school same. clothes off as fast as possible because I hated them. Same, yeah. I couldn't wait to get out of my school yeah. shit. But George is not bothered. She'll wear them. If we, wear, if we go to the shops at night, she'll wear her school clothes. She doesn't mind, Ugh. which is not a thing. But bed one, cup of state, take your clothes off, you know, stick those ones in the wash, just throw your cardigan downstairs, you can wear that tomorrow. Yeah, no problem, fine. We're literally having the conversation at bed two about not reading, and her clothes are just on the floor. I said, how did you not remember from the conversation we had? 
taking your clothes off to then just leaving them on the floor. At no point did you look at them and think, oh, I was meant to do something with those things, wasn't I? What was it again? <laughs> oh, yeah, put them in the washing bin. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. It was like, it's just nuts. Anyway, That's yeah, weird. there was no yeah. there was no reading at bed two last night either. It was like bedtime, so that was it. That's good. That's good. Stick to the guns. Stick to the routine. Yeah, I d- exactly. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't remember being that forgetful, <laughs> as ironic as that <laughs> is, like around that age. But I didn't have ready access to quite, you know, short, sharp <sighs> attainment and enjoyment. As, as kids these days do, through things yeah. like TikTok, YouTube, that kind of thing, where they can just go, oh, you know what? I really fancy watching this. They can find it uh, and then watch it. And it's like, what, a few seconds long to like a couple of minutes long? And then by the time that's finished, they're like, oh, okay, what what was I doing? It, it, we never had that kind of access to it. Like, we, we didn't have catch-up or anything like that. We had to uh, yeah. record stuff and remember to set schedules using Video Plus and stuff like that on, on your video recorder. And uh, as curmudgeonly and as kind of boomerish as it sounds, maybe it is that kind of, that different culture that kids have where they they go for that kind of, that, that short bit of living in the now enjoyment than they do instant gratification the, the looking forward and planning things yeah i think you're right dude you're making some good you're making some good points that's actually really true because you Thanks. yeah the second you <laughs> go on the internet it's just pure distraction isn't it that's all it is yeah. is distraction yeah. there's nothing yeah. else and as, as soon as you're on there that's it you have forgotten everything yeah still though yeah. it's bloody that's annoying it. isn't it? <laughs> it it is it is <laughs> The clothes are right there. At no point did you glance at them and think, they're right there. <laughs> it's bed two now. No talking. <laughs> yeah. on, on a similar note, though, Dan, it was very weird. Uh, when was it? it was not yesterday, the day before. I actually got a call off, off my eldest daughter, which, which isn't usual. She doesn't really call me. She will, like, we'll chat over WhatsApp and what have you. But, uh, and I was like, okay, what's the matter? And she was in tears. I was like, oh shit, so, something's gone down for her to be ringing me and be in tears, because that means maybe there's something up with a mom or that kind of thing. And no, it wasn't anything as serious as that. She, she had uh, accidentally deactivated a certain texture pack on Minecraft and didn't know how to <laughs> install it. But God, end of the world. She, well, obviously she's a teenager, so she's going through like hormones and what have you, so everything course, is yeah. the end of the world. But this cut to her was literally potentially the end of her world. Because she has spent like probably two years working on this Minecraft world. And wow. uh, it's, it's got like a specific texture pack and themes and everything. And when she logged on, it's like everything looked different. And she was like, if I do anything to this, I'm going to lose two years worth of stuff. <laughs> and Jesus. she was absolutely, yeah, she was cacking it. And so I had to like, do my best because this is a similar thing I do for my actual job anyway is helping people out with potential IT issues so I was like okay well calm down let's approach this in a logical manner this is being affected so that means this is probably the cause so let's try and fix that shall we <laughs> like leading her through it I, I nearly made her raise a ticket with me so I could at least check like the service level <laughs> agreement and make sure I was on time for it <laughs> Raise a ticket. <laughs> but yeah, we got it resolved. And she's like, oh, thank you so much, Dad. I'm so sorry I had to ring you. I'm like, mate, honestly. <laughs> ticket resolved. Yeah. If you're going to ring anyone with Minecraft woes, I'd rather it's me. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Does it, did, did she have to fill in a customer satisfaction interview after you resolved her ticket? Uh, she hasn't replied to it yet. I, I'm going to assume oh, it's well. just one of those where they're like, no, I'll <laughs> just delete that email. She's, ta- she's taking money out of your pocket there. That's your commission there. They always ignore them, don't they? No one ever fills those ones out. As someone who whose um, income partly relies on that, those people are the worst and I hate them. Well, you, <laughs> if you just replace it with one of those little smiley and sad face buttons near the entrance, that's With- what you need. I love those. Because I and like they the ones on the, the Tesco self-service tills. Like, how easy was it to use this checkout today? Oh no, it was terrible. Even though I maybe wore one thing and it went like a breeze. Always terrible. Because that that's the <laughs> feedback they listen to. 
And even if everything's good, if they think it's bad, they're going to try and improve things. They're not going to rest on their laurels. They don't want want Jeff Tesco's sitting there thinking, everything's honky-dory, we don't need to improve I met Jeff Tesco. Have you? Oh, what was he like? Well, I worked for Tesco's. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) He was very imposing. And he had one of those faces, like the smiley face on the the machine. Yeah, was it the green happy one or the the red angry one? (laughs) Well, with me, it was the green happy one, but I have seen him turn into the red angry one before. (laughs) I was very annoyed then because I was gonna, I was hoping you guys wouldn't get to that joke because I was about to say he was a very tall white man with a big red face. It was very angry. And you, just, you both got you both got there, so we all had the hive mind then. I'm yeah. very annoyed with that. Good. <laughs> I'm more upset you didn't have faith in us that we wouldn't get there. Yeah, not upset. I'm annoyed. I want the glory for myself, Benny. <laughs> all right, good stuff. Uh, Adam, a question this week. Okay. Uh, I recently... It feels like so long since I've done one of these. I forgot yeah. we did question. We do, yeah. we do. I was about to go upstairs and see Blossom and Freya. No, no, <laughs> you have to offer this stranger advice. Okay. I recently noticed my 12-year-old brother has started searching inappropriate 18-plus stuff. When oh, I no. confronted him, he said he didn't. He doesn't accept his mistake. How should I handle this? <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> How old was he, sorry? 12. Ah... Uh... Man, to be fair, like as long as he isn't spending any money, as long as he's on the free, um, the free tube sites, <laughs> I don't see any issue with it. If he starts spending money, then that's yeah. the rabbit hole that he's going to dive down. Yeah, if you spend all his pocket money on some like cam girl, that's when you should worry. Exactly. Yeah, if he's got any OnlyFans accounts gone to go, then yeah, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get worried about it. But it's probably searching for like a teacher or something. It's the only way they can make a decent wage. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. Or a nurse. Fucking yeah. sad is that? <laughs> Jesus. Oh. You can find lots of teachers and nurses on the tube sites. I don't know if they're real teachers or nurses. <laughs> yeah, apparently cheerleaders don't make much money either. <laughs> 12-year-old boy starting to search inappropriate stuff. Denying it. Understandably denying it. How <laughs> should their sibling handle it? How would you handle it if it was your child? I don't know. It's tough if, if because... If he's doing it, and if, if he's confirmed doing it and denying it, I'd be annoyed. Like, fucking own it. There's nothing, no shame in it. I, yeah. If you're a bit young. There's no, yeah. there's no shit. Everyone, everyone really does it. Oh, but that's We've even mentioned... more embarrassing. If your older sister then goes, don't worry, everyone masturbates. We, we can talk <laughs> about it in an open and mature <laughs> format. Depending what Ooh. inappropriate 18 plus stuff that boy's been watching... That could lead to something <laughs> in his mind. Yeah, but we sa- we've said on here before we watched stuff that was way too old for us when we were young. Yes, it's it's no different. I don't. I I think I agree with Benny that the kind of he's gonna. Of course, he's gonna deny it. Of course, he is because yeah, you just don't want to admit to that because for some reason we still have this thing of you know sexuality is kind of taboo and especially when somebody's twelve. It's that's way too scary to think that somebody's looking at that. But yeah, all lads at that age, around that age, will start to look and find something. And when we were younger, for some reason, you knew a guy or a teenager, or there was the fucking the stash in the woods of pornographic magazines. Yeah, and you would go and look, and it would be oh Jesus, okay. Or you knew somebody who had one, or your mate's brother got one, or something like that. Yeah, loads of people I know went through that phase of doing that. The difference is now is, is of course, it's online, which is scarier because it's much less regulated. Is yeah. So when I was a, this is going to get a bit graphic, but when I was a kid, all you saw were genitalia and boobs in a in a magazine. There was nothing else. It was just girls posing. Yeah, I mean, I probably wasn't twelve, but but now. It's there's nothing to stop them seeing everything, and I think that's that is an issue. Like that's not anything yes. to be kind of. I I would totally aside. agree. I I think this is an issue. A twelve year old boy having access to the internet, and, and my lad's like eleven, coming on to twelve, so he's not far off from doing this. If if he's not doing it already, and I think as parents or potentially older siblings, as in this case you need to take an ownership and actually have that frank conversation 
And I'm admitting I, I've got to do this now with my lads. So if he's listening to this, get ready. We're going to have this conversation. <laughs> uh, I love this is how you found out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is that you have to explain what is appropriate for them to be watching and what isn't. Because there is a such a wide variety of stuff out there catering for so many specific and unique tastes that it's very easily going to be leading them into something where it's not just discovering your sexuality and discovering what a naked lady looks like. It's actually skewing their whole perception of what sex is. Yes. And what is normal sex Mm. between two consenting adults. And what is purely exaggerated to cater for people who are a bit jaded and need something a bit more exciting to get them going or have a specific kink. You know, like like the whole stepbro, what are you doing, stepbro type of thing that's <laughs> going on at the moment. That could quite easily lead to a child thinking, okay, well, this is something that can happen. So maybe if I've got an older stepsister or a younger stepsister, maybe we can initiate something because they're doing it. When really, no, that type of stuff very rarely happens. And if it does, there is a lot more fallout to it than just people having sex. That's a whole family dynamic being shifted. And and the same for any type of sex that you see on there. You know, you wouldn't want your child being exposed to, like, fucking bend over and, and his antics going on. <laughs> the, the same way, you know, your mum and dad wouldn't have wanted you to do that when you were, like, in, in that same sense of self-discovery. And there's a lot worse things out there than bend over. So, yeah, I, th- I think you do need to say, look, what you... What you see here, it isn't real. It is purely manufactured to get people off in the quickest way possible. That's what it is. And some people are weird and have specific kinks, so don't take this as how you should be acting. There is a, in a very strange way, there is also that kind of, it it will force people to have a more frank discussion. Because like I said, when we were younger, you just watched pornographic videos for sex. Yeah. yeah. There was nothing else going on in it. But now you need to explain, okay, some people are into BDSM, some people are into yeah. this, some people are into that. Mm. And you have to explain what that is. And that kind of... I just got this image of you like sitting next to them watching the video. Okay, so this is a Sibian. And what this does is... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's so tough, isn't it? You think yeah. about how uncomfortable our parents would have been just telling us where babies come from that's it that's all they had to tell us and okay this is how it happens and that's sex that's it now it's kind of well how do i explain this fucking thing (laughs) and i don't know how you i don't know how you do it i don't know how you go then further on do do some people out there some like porn like porn hub or x hamster or something like that do they need to make (laughs) a separate website where it's just vanilla stuff, and it's just like romantic stuff, and that can be catered towards that that like older teenager kind of demographic. This like is the Friday like, night on Channel Five film. The, yeah, this is your like your soft <laughs> Shannon Tweed exclusive. Yeah, you're not going straight into like the shemale fisting section. <laughs> you probably want to bleep that out. But we're not going straight into that. Let's have a look at like, oh, there's a hint of a nipple there type of video. Do we do we what do we need Antoine de Con to come back and set up a specific website for titillation? Dude, it's not a bad it's crazily, it's not a bad shout. The <laughs> the kind of I don't know. The more hardcore stuff is password or paywall protected or something like that. Yeah. And that just the basic free stuff is just a guy and a girl or a guy and a guy or a girl and a girl. And that's it. Yeah. There's nothing else going on because, God, I can't believe this is the minefield question that has really... <laughs> this is such a hard this thing to do. Yeah, this is Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right. So we don't... Because we could literally do a whole show about this, but... My answer would my answer would be discuss it with them. It's going to be as uncomfortable as all hell, like super yeah. uncomfortable. But I think it's for the for the betterment of all parties if it's discussed. And like Adam said, you explain you're going to see some weird shit on here, and that is not the <laughs> cultural norm. 
Some people like it and that's fine. And some people enjoy that thing and that side of it. But yeah. that's not everybody. The majority of the people enjoy this. And usually it's very kind of basic and vanilla. Yeah. And that's kind of how you're going to have to explain it to you. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, but, it's sweaty, and it's about five minutes long. So Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's even worse when you're with somebody as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it there. Oh my God. What a fantastic question though. Jesus. That's going to keep me awake at night. I'm going to be thinking about that tonight. That <laughs> yeah. has genuinely thrown me for a You're loop. You're going to be doing that thing, you know, like when a kid like, goes, oh, I've re- I really want to like tr- try some alcohol. And you go, well, tell you what, you can have like a drink here and I'll, I'll keep an eye on you because then I know what you're drinking and I know you're in a safe environment. <laughs> that you could be then going, right, here is a, a select playlist that I've made on Pornhub. <laughs> I, I, I've curated this vanilla porn for you, so... Yeah, I, I a will, story and everything. Yeah, I, I will be asking you questions afterwards <laughs> about the plot. So do yeah. take notes. <laughs> Oh dearie me! What a question! If you pass, oh, if you pass I... the vanilla test, I will open up the uh, the playlist that's named Siri. <laughs> yeah, the firewall <laughs> yeah. will go down. <laughs> yeah, and I'll give you my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah, let's get out of here. What a way that turned out, people! Jesus Christ! Thank you for listening, everybody. Anything else from you boys? Nothing from me. Took a sharp left turn. Oh, go on. So that this podcast took a sharp left turn, and I'm all here for it, and I can't wait for next week. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, nothing right. more from me other than uh, be good and uh, love each other. Alrighty, there we go. Aww. Thank you, everybody. Love you guys. Take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Lots of love, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>